0: I often think of being uh, pulled into an activity or a thought that I'm enjoying rather than uh, pushing myself into it. In reality, um, there are different perspectives on the same, uh, same exact experience. It's just one is more, I think, curiosity driven and has this um, kind of rhythm to being curious and pulling. The curiosity of whatever it is that I'm pursuing, pulling me, and I find that the focus around the per- pursuit of of that um, curiosity is really helpful. And sometimes focus uh, when I'm I'm learning something new can be challenging and uncomfortable, but it's still pleasurable, and I, I really enjoy that, um, realization that pleasure isn't always comfortable. In fact, sometimes pleasure is uncomfortable because we're seeking, uh, a goal and tending to that goal and nurturing it. And maybe it's causing some growth, which is the overall, um, pleasure of setting a goal and accomplishing it. And I feel like our culture, uh, sometimes, um, sends us the message that pleasure is always, um, Always joyful, like everything we're supposed to be happy all the time, and that um happiness is equated with feeling good when in fact happiness to me is being satisfied with the present moment and um so and so this journey is uh is definitely a practice it certainly is not something that i um i'm uh constantly living but i I do my best so Um, This poem is called Fly With Me, and I actually wrote it a while ago. I decided to post it um, on December 22nd. Fly With Me. Fly with me to destinations unknown where our heart songs are in harmony with purpose, where divine light blesses our wings. Songs of purpose propel our beats with rhythmic pulsing of pleasure. It's funny how without experience there is no learning, without actually going through and and uh, experiencing something. Oftentimes experience can be uh, what we call painful, but... In reality it's uh, it's just another experience and um, uh, when looked at from the perspective of an, a learning opportunity uh, again it can be really beautiful in in the moment of, of growth even if that growth is somewhat uh, frustrating at times or um, challenging it might be that we uh, lose a, a friendship or some object that we were holding dear to us, and I find that when I really zoom out, and um, especially after the experience, when I zoom out and I get to remember uh, the experience with a perspective—really, we call it wisdom in in our language. Um, I think other languages have different words for it. They must, but it's like a. A matured experience like we get these experiences sort of a seed or a or a small being that's coming to fruition and then it matures and grows up and it changes so that it's really valuable to us especially sometimes the the more um challenging experiences on the other side there's all this great wisdom and that great wisdom um Is what I consider usually it's shined uh, on by what we call love or understanding or complete compassion for self and other and that's when I find that the uh, experience transforms from this dead weight hanging around our ankles or necks or backs or whatever into this golden shining light that we can then help illuminate and show the path for others. So this poem is called Remembrance. He tasted it before and then lost it. It's such a blessing when something precious is lost. Such a sweetness and wisdom is found in the struggle to understand. It's remembrance in the light of God. You know, many ancient traditions believe that you don't really have power over something if uh, that's a paradigm that you want to operate in, but you don't really understand something until you name it. And I found that in my journeys that language is really the framework of understanding the world, and I find that as I choose and learn what humans tend to um, operate well under, uh, specifically safety and sense of belonging. and I learn that there are ways to um, basically help myself feel, a sense of belonging and a sense of safety especially around the language that I use and whether or not you believe in spirits beyond this earthly existence um, or whether or not I do um, I've named spirits as helpers and kind and when I frame spirits in that language I'm able to relax I'm also I believe in a good world and um, believe that there are ancestors, whether they're in my DNA or whether they're um, around me in this physical earth realm. uh, I believe that there are ancestors and ancient wisdom that is uh, amongst me and us and on this planet and in this time and reality. So this poem is called Spirit guides. Let me walk amongst you as a shadow following your breath. Let me sing beside you as a whisper of longing to return. Let me ride your shoulders and dance you awake. Let me be inside you as we laugh today. I may have spoken before about our animal minds and our human minds and how they are sometimes um, seemingly at odds, our human minds so capable of forecasting and complex thought and abstract beauty and uh, perception and our animal minds are also beautiful and just i think in a in a beautiful way of sort of bottom-up reaction uh, what we would consider reflexive um, ways that are just really beautiful like when i am able to really quiet my human ness (laughs) and the animal ness comes out and just perceives and uh, there's no threat there's just a lot of beauty all around and um, the senses are delicious and so so high fidelity um i find that our culture um which is a beautiful wonderful culture it also is highly focused on productivity and uh it's like we're always in springtime or at the end of summer, you know, squirreling away our our nuts and food for uh, the winter, and then the winter time comes, and oh, it's you know end of the year, and so we have to be more productive. And in fact, the animal nature, the animal rhythm, is to really just slow down in the winter time and uh, take a break and rest uh, gather around the hearth uh, enjoy the the dark night sleep more maybe eat more uh, enjoy the family time and, uh, and just rest and so um, this poem was written around the solstice it's called yin time let us rest as the sun hangs low upon his endless curtained sky. Let us be at peace within these sleepy hollows of winter time. Let us appreciate the toils of summer's past, celebrate the hearth, the heat, the furnace blast. Circle with me as the stars orbit eternity. Cozy up to my warm lap and have yourself a blissful animal nap. Join skin to skin, resting now in a cool, dark winter. Gravitational pull of patterned flesh, earth yin, preparing for springs to come. Yes, rest, rest. similarly along the rest uh, theme it's funny you know rest is a beautiful state that in fact we can occupy all the time there's, there's definitely a time for more activity but um, rest can be defined as however someone wants to, to define it um, in the winter the plants are resting they are actually pretty active underground Their their roots are are soaking up water and their nutrients from the earth. Maybe they're pushing deep into the cracks and the cragginess of stone and minerals below. And um, I think of how it's the sun at the top of the plants and all of the sun, the summer and the sunshine summer that is sparkling in the all of the photosynthetic cells and all I'm looking at in my mind I'm seeing these stacks of chlorophyll and the the electrons cascading down and electrons are electricity it's amazing that this light form light wave that we can see but we can't touch is cascading and becoming matter it's pulling matter together and pushing that matter down into the roots of trees. And I think of the sunshine is actually, everything is, is actually sunshine and including the trees. And so this uh, <laughs> this poem is called Sunshine Funnel. In the depths of earth, these roots spring forth, fresh tips shedding old root bark, strengthened by their winter chi, made strong by the cracks already pushed through granite, loam, shale, and clay. These roots easily seek and find the places of nourishment, the places where water flows upward, where minerals are abundant, ready to become life, The places where tangled strongholds are just natural. In the dark depths of earth, these roots bring light, shining their rays from above, deep into crystalline soils. Sunshine funnels, tunneling heavenly light deep into their sensual substrate. Cracks and crevices Opening to receive and become one with these roots, these winter roots. I'm fond of remembering. uh, One might actually consider that we're remembering this very moment, and bringing nostalgia to this present moment can often shine lights on what it is that we have to be grateful for and what it is that as this breath is over, what we may miss. And then the next breath comes and maybe it's in that breath, maybe it's not. Um, This poem is called To Shine Again. I miss the way your hair falls below your shoulders whipping the ivory moon around like she's your hand maiden, ready to do your bidding i miss the way you hold the wind hostage and have private conversations as she's sailing by on her way home i miss the space you occupy solid and empty at once In love and at peace upon earth, I miss the gentle texture of your lacy skin, saturated with warmth, with home, with smells of nurturing, safety, of comfort. And isn't it lovely to long for memories so close to bring them home and make them radiant again? in the sphere of this passing mind. Early mornings, I wake up almost always before the sun, maybe a half hour, an hour before sun, and I get to witness her cresting and illuminating the sky. And uh, the other morning... The clouds were rising in the east, in the east above the mountains. There was uh, a lot of high clouds and off in the west across the ocean, uh, there weren't any clouds. And I got this just incredible, subtle pink hue that was this light that was bouncing up from behind the mountains, hitting the clouds like they were a reflecting light. Uh, for some photographer that's maybe 20,000 miles up in the in the heavens and <laughs> bouncing from that reflector straight down onto the pine trees and onto the peninsula over Point Lobos and the ocean. It was just this magical light. So after some morning meditation and practice, I, I got up to take my shower and I, I shower outside and just had this, ecstatic moment with that light and the subtle pinks that were evolving uh, was so delicious Um, and this poem came from that color and that experience that hue it's called three simple words it was a soft rose petal kiss the kind of kiss that lingers with delicate lips, of subtle fragrance that floods the body with a sense of rapture and consummation at once. So I lingered. I let her touch my everything with that soft, hued, gentle embrace of subtle nature. I felt her cotton cloud touch upon my receptive heart being, I soaked in the warmth she had to offer on this morning of wondrous life breath, saying three simple words, I love you. And they carried that message home, home to beyond the realm of words, messengers destined for a land that only lovers know that only those who dare plumb and feel the depths of now, of here, of tree of cloud and stone know that those who share and embrace with God and say, I, I am that, they know. Three simple words I share with you when lovers or friends or even family members embrace in a hug and maybe they hold that hug for an additional 10 or 15 seconds and it's when all the defenses come down and we can blend into the other person and our breath might synchronize and time disappears and thought might even disappear and just this blissful sensation of ecstasy of the present moment appears but not the ecstasy of this separate alone present moment um, that can be cultivated through uh, individual meditation it's this connected and deep, delicious, beautiful, partnership, friendship, holding. And so this poem is called Hold Me Still. Hold me close till I become one with you. Then we will know what time feels like when it stands still.